The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ at or near their best level of the day. The S&P up 18 points to 2,094. Signs of a stronger economy spurring speculation it can withstand higher interest rates. S&P 500 index up 9 tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials up 181 now, a gain of 1%. NASDAQ up 40 points, a gain of 8 tenths of 1%. 10-year yield, 1.86%. It is down 132nd right now. Gold dropping 510 the ounce to 1224, a decline there of 0.4%. Crude oil rallying 2.2%. West Texas Intermediate now at 49.70 a barrel. It is higher by $1.08. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. You know, one of the benefits of broadcasting live from the Bloomberg Breakaway Summit, which is a two-day conference bringing together a variety of executives, a select group, actually, of high-growth companies, is they get to hear directly from chief executives of companies that have really made it, that have made some kind of major transformation. And so here's a little quiz, all right? The stock of the the company, of the chief executive we're going to talk to, the stock of the company is up 20% so far this year. They're based in Chicago, and everyone listening, Kathleen, Everyone listening has been in close proximity to this company's product today, probably, and certainly for their lives. Who do you think it is? Well, I know who it is. Go ahead. You can tell it. Jim Metcalf. He's chairman, president, and CEO of USG Corporation, and they are a construction materials manufacturer that uh, basically Jim helped turn the company around uh, with a new kind of wallboard. I love this story. You, you know, I think you and Jim, no, I was, uh, <laughs> Jim Metcalf, thanks very much for, be, for being here. Much appreciated. Um, uh, do we do you justice? I mean, have we uh, kind it's of captured the USG story a little bit here? Well, we don't have enough time for the entire story. No, but, all right, uh, well. Uh, I will say, you know, everyone knows our product, Sheetrock. You know, right, Sheetrock. There's that's one, of our, one of our brands that uh, uh, we have been... So we're going to uh, take a little a closer look uh, at that kind of thing. You know, it's funny, Pim. I remember as a kid, I'll, whenever I think of sheetrock wallboard, I could think of my uh, dad, who was the home handyman, uh, putting it up, cutting it. I just, I can just, and the, you know, the, the, it's kind of got. I was a taper on at one point. Okay, and the, and I remember the smell. Pim yes. was a nice. He was a good customer. He started way back in the day when I started with USG, but. You know, we're more than just sheetrock. We're building products, and I like to say what we do is we build shelter. It's where you live, it's where you work, and you play. And like you said, everyone's everyone's around it. And um, uh, more than just wallboard, we make ceiling tile, uh, we make steel. Uh, we really build shelter uh, for for the environment. You started at USG as a trainee. When was that, and what was, was the company many, like many then? Years ago. <laughs> Yes, uh, started 35 years ago, uh, right out of uh, school, 
I grew up in Ohio and western Pennsylvania area and, and drove out west. And U.S. Gypsum Company was uh, kind enough to offer me a job in the middle of a recession and started out. What's great about that, I like to tell young employees that you can start out at the ground floor and be a trainee and work your way all the way up to be and be honored to be the CEO of a, wonder, of a wonderful company. Tell us a little bit about the technology that you're employing because you're making board, you know, you're making the stuff lighter, right? right. Chips and board right. lighter, easier yep. to use, yep. and you're making it more environmentally friendly, which yes. doesn't necessarily come to top of mind. But no, actually, it's, that's why it's so difficult to do it. We we really, we reinvented a, a, a product that's actually today and this year is 100 years old. So wallboard was invented, sheetrock wallboard was invented 100 years ago, and it was a replacement for plaster. And you think there's still buildings with plaster in, and it was it was a new invention. So we really re revitalized the line because it was heavy, it was hard to cut. Um, it was not we used too much energy when we drive off the water. So we made it 35% lighter, made it stronger, and also we're using less water. One of our strategies is use 50% less water in all of our manufacturing to really reduce the carbon footprint of, of construction. But, you know, there's, to me there's such a dramatic and inhuman element of this story because when the housing market collapsed in 2008, that hit USG really hard because right. all that's, that, that gypsum and wall bar, whatever you want to call it, that you were selling, all those building materials, suddenly demand right. just, you lost 60% of your demand. Right. So you got your people together. You, you had to downsize. Mm-hmm. You figured you could make this new product. Your guys, right. your, your teams told you about three years. You said, no, we've got to do it in a year. Right, right. Well, you know, we didn't have a lot of time because it was in 2008, I'm sure everyone will remember, it was a perfect storm in the financial, you know, arena, but also it had a ripple effect in all of our markets. You know, housing was one thing, but we sell in the commercial buildings. That was down even more than housing. And then repair and remodel. The Home Depots quit building stores, which he had never done. They were always building stores. So each one of our markets, really, I called it, you know, it was a tsunami. And, and we were not in a recession. We were, I called a small D depression. And we had to create our own recovery, uh, waiting for housing to come back, waiting for the market to come back. We just didn't have the time to do that. Our balance sheet was under stress, and we needed to change the rules. So we put together uh, our strategy, which I call the plan to win. We wanted to strengthen our core businesses, which is manufacturing and distribution in, in North America. Uh, we wanted to diversify our earnings, so we had to get out of some markets. We got out of Europe. And I used the term we weeded and feeded. Uh, we weeded some areas where you can't win. And the definition, if you heard it before, you need to be number one or number two in the market. And we were not that strong in, in Europe. So we took those funds and reinvested in Asia and Australasia. That helped us diversify our earnings to a joint venture, which has been very, very successful, called USG Boral. But the third element, which is the most important element of getting everyone together, kind of things you ask was we needed to differentiate through innovation. And that's where I got our best minds together and said, what is the one thing that we're working on that we can rally the troops? And it was called ultralight. And this is taking less weight, taking weight out, keeping it stronger. It doesn't sag. It performs. And from a productivity standpoint to our contractors that were under stress, it gave them an advantage in this recession because we weren't the only ones that were suffering, the contractors, the distributors. Distributors didn't have to buy as much equipment, so it had a big trickle down through the entire network. But we couldn't do, we didn't have three years to wait. So focus. I focused the organization. We had all hands on deck. We quit doing some things. We stopped doing other projects. And I was personally involved in the rollout of this. Uh, if there was an obstacle, I wanted to know 
who was on it. I like to use the term one neck to choke. So who was involved <laughs> with that? And what do they need to do? And how can we shorten that? And what we found was the corporate immune system made it three years. When, when I gave everyone the open playing field to say, you can do, you're so good. You can do this in less time. It gave them really the energy to say, why not? And for me, being the new CEO, I needed a morale booster because we were laying people off. We were closing down factories. That's not fun. I hate that. So I needed something as a leader. And, you know, it wasn't a Hail Mary, but we weren't sure it was going to work because, as you say, Pim, it's very, it's counterintuitive. You're taking mass out of a product. It's just as strong. It's lighter. And we were, we have these wonderful scientists that came up with this invention. I mean, it's really all about the bubbles. You know, the bubbles in stucco, it's all about, everyone goes, how does this work? What is, we can't tell you. I, I like to say we put like magic pixie dust in it, but it makes the bubbles stronger. So when you say how to get lighter, it's all about the bubbles. Yeah. Got to ask you about age, not yours, not mine. <laughs> Thank you. But the buildings in the United right. States, particularly residential and mm-hmm. commercial. Tell us about that and what that implies for the future. They're getting older like we are. Yeah, okay. (laughs) And better? No. (laughs) Not like us. We're making them better because we can remodel those. And that falls. Half of our business is repair and remodel. So the commercial buildings that we're looking around in the beautiful city here uh, are the average age is 40, 40 years old. So, you know, you have to, you know, they aren't environmentally sensitive. You know, the, the attendants want... Uh, different lighting, you know, heat. I mean, everything's changed. So we come in and we remodel a lot of these buildings. Housing. Uh, the average house is 40 plus years old. So that's why we've really focused on repair and remodel because our products are a fairly inexpensive repair and remodel in your home. Build a new home, get your kids out of the basement. You know, hopefully they go get a job. So it's a really important. So we look at that, that overall demographics of you know the the demand of of our products. So is that what's driving your business? A lot of concern about the economy still. We have a lot of companies haven't been investing. Fed might raise interest rates because they want to get off the dime. As a CEO of a company that seems like it's doing very well, how does the how does this all feel to you? You know, when people ask me about the economy, I, I say it depends where you are in the economy. If you're in oil and gas, you're in the railroads business. I think they're in a different spot. They kind of were where we were maybe in 2008. If you look at overall construction. If you look at the household uh, uh, household growth and the birth rate, you know we should have about a million four starts. That's kind of the the mean. Yeah. That's the historic mean. Right now we're at a million one, million two. Uh, if you look at the commercial repair and remodel, so we think you know the next few years, you know we're we're cautiously optimistic. Um, you know what's great about the United States, people are still having babies, population growth. Uh, interest rates come up a little bit. They're at historic lows. Doesn't matter. I mean, we really don't. We are not as interest rate sensitive as a lot of people may think. And you got the bubbles under control. We got the bubbles, and they're stronger and faster than ever. All right. Well, Jim McIver, you're going to have to come back. I'd love to. Thank we you. We can hardly wait. Thank you so very Thanks, much Kathleen. for joining us. Thank you. Jim Metcalf is Chairman, President, and CEO of USG Corporation based in Chicago. However, today he's in New York City where we're broadcasting live from the first ever Bloomberg Breakaway Summit. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox, and this is Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, 
influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.